Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is May 22nd, 2023. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Oh, it's Monday. I forgot to say it's Monday. Today's episode is brought to you by the magic of trees. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, the river is constantly turning and bending, and you never know where it's going to go or where you'll end up. Following the bend in the river and staying on your own path means that you are on the right track. Don't let anyone deter you from that. Eartha Kitt. So what are we drinking today? We are drinking Dark Fae Mate. So uh, this is, oh, it's Monday, so I should explain the tea. Uh, so this is from sipaspell.com. After drinking a cup of this trickster mate blend, you'll feel ready to join the Fey Army and take on your day. Traditional yerba mate elegantly balances the spirit of chai spices and the essence of tropical fruit undertones, culminating in a graceful mosaic of flavors. Not for the faint of heart, this is one herbal blend that will give you the fey energy you need to get through the toughest of days. So, um... I think this is a good in-between-the-dark-and-light half of the year. It really is supposed to be like a summer blend. So um, we could say it's the light half, but because it has that darkness to it, I think it can, uh, you know, just like the Fae, interdimensional. It can go on both both sides, both ways. So this is highly caffeinated, highly caffeinated, um, and yeah. So it's really funny. If you look on our teas, we do have like an ideal uh, temperature for your water to be at for steeping. And I'm sure you're like, Tanya, really? Nuts. I know. But listen, they have kettles that you put like, okay, I have seen kettles that you uh, click whether it's an herbal tea, a black tea, a green tea, a white tea, and it will brew to the correct temperature, the water. Isn't that nuts? It's so cool. So if you're like really into tea and you're like, it has to be the exact right temperature, then that's for you, you know? Um, I typically play by the mulling wine rules and mulling wine rules is you never let it get to bubbles. You let it get steaming and that is typically uh that's typically the rules i play for all things hot drinks so tea hot chocolate um mulled wine i'm a steam gal i try not to let it get to bubbles and i feel like that's just a really safe bet you know all right so we are talking today about or this week about anise seed so star anise what is it what's going on with it. I love it. Um, so star anise is, um, a spice. So this comes to us from spikeography, spiceography.com. Star anise is a spice that comes from an evergreen tree native to Southwest China. 
The Chinese have used it for thousands of years as both a culinary spice and a medicine. The pods are shapely with eight arms, and this was believed to signify good luck. The spice was introduced to Europe in 1578 by English navigator Sir Thomas Cavendish. He brought star anise to Europe via the Philippines, causing many Europeans to believe that the Philippines was where it originated. The spice's use in Europe was limited mainly to desserts and liqueurs. Star anise has been used in Russia since the 17th century and in German since the 18th. Uh, the flavor of star anise is widely described as having a licorice flavor, same as fennel. Um, I love uh, fennel, <laughs> and I love star anise, and I love black licorice, and I love absinthe. Clearly, there's people who are into it and people who are not. Uh, so, yeah. So, this is just kind of the history. All right, moving on to headlines. I decided this week we were going to go paranormal with our headlines because I'm ready for October. And so you know how there's like Christmas in June, in July? Well, this is going to be Halloween in May because I'm ready. I'm raring to go. So I picked things this uh, week focusing on paranormal headlines because I just thought it would be really fun and I'm missing the Halloween spirit. So this comes to us from KSL.com. Utah's Attorney General hunts the paranormal on Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. All right, let's dig in. Let's see what's going on. Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes has focused much of his tenure on combating human trafficking and, more recently, pushing back on environmental, social, and governance in, uh, investing strategies. Reyes has also lent his credibility to the investigation of paranormal activities in northern Utah as a guest on the History Channel's The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch television series. Located near Dutch, uh, Fort Dutchenese, the so-called Skinwalker Ranch property is famous for reports of unexplained phenomena, which are the basis for the investigative reality series in which ranch owner and real estate mogul Brandon Fugel and a team of researchers apply cutting-edge technology to investigate the 512-acre property to uncover the possibly otherworldly perpetrators behind it all, according to the History Channel. Reyes appeared as a guest on the latest episode of season four and, oh, season four. Oh my gosh. How many secrets are there at this ranch? Four seasons. All right. I mean, okay. <laughs> Reyes appeared as a guest of the latest episode of season four and offered to investigate an unidentified aircraft believed to be cast by a Black Hawk military helicopter. And it appeared to be monitoring the team's latest experiment at the ranch. When asked how the attorney general became involved in the series, a spokesperson for Reyes said that he was invited to the show because the ranch is a site of national interest. He is not appearing in the show in his official capacity, spokesman Rich Pryat said. No taxpayer funds are used for the appearance on the show. A clip of the show on YouTube List the headline, Attorney General Assistant Major UFO Investigation. 
In the episode that aired May 9th, Reyes seemed to suggest the aircraft may represent federal overreach on state lands and vowed to look into it. We're a sovereign state, Reyes said, in response to the suggestion that the crew is under surveillance during filming. We have our own constitutional rights and violations of our state sovereignty and the state's rights. We have to take it very seriously. Reyes said on the show that he has a lot of friends and a lot of assets in the state and that, quote, I would love to get to the bottom of this, unquote. Wow. So, interesting. No, he's been on some other stuff, too. In his personal time, Reyes has appeared on several television interviews, documentaries, podcasts, reports, and programs. He even narrates and co-produces A&E's Addiction Unplugged to provide hope for those dealing with the cycle of addiction. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Like, okay, not to get political, but I'm also like... You have a lot of spare time for an attorney general, right? Or is it, I don't know. Like, <laughs> the only thing I know about local politics is what I've learned from Parks and Rec. And I do know that, like, this city council, there was a whole joke about how this one lady said her Nana was on city council because it gave her something to do um, for a few hours a week. <laughs> so I've always, like, that, that, that's always stuck in my head. Uh, but that's interesting. That's really neat. All right, witches, I am throwing this over to our moon correspondent, and after this break, we will chat more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Monday, May 22nd. The waxing crescent moon moves from Gabby Gemini to Moody Cancer today. Here, the moon trines Saturn. We're feeling enterprising, ready to put some elbow grease into this day. With Saturn and Pisces, we're allowing our feelings to guide us to the projects most worth this effort. This placement wants us to work on a passion project, bringing something from our imagination into the real world. These vibes are all about manifestation, so doing a little candle work with this aspect will go a long way. Your daily moon mantra is... Yesterday is ashes, tomorrow wood. Only today does the fire burn brightly. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. The Magic of Trees is not just a book on tree magic. It is about drawing on the strength of forests and tree energy to better connect with ourselves, other people, and the world around us. Each chapter reinforces meditations, spells, and rituals that will reconnect humanity with its roots at every stage of life. These practices take a hands-on approach to life and spiritual work. They lead to individual self-awareness and fulfillment through healthy natural practices. Plus, this text has the added benefit of fine-tuning spiritual tree connections, which never stop growing. Find the magic of trees wherever books are sold. All right, so we have a question from one of our listeners. This is anonymous, uh, but I did want to share because I think if we've learned anything, especially post-COVID, that a lot of people are maybe in situations similar to this one. So I kind of wanted to share in case anyone could relate to it. Um, content warning is dealing with um, 
uh, abusive relationships. So if you're not in the space to hear about that today, totally skip on. There's like hundreds of these episodes. You can totally pick another one. So Anonymous writes, how do you take your power back? I was in a relationship. I don't know that I'd even call it that, but I digress, which was very toxic, abusive person with maybe two or three months. It ended very quickly after he truly terrified me and got physical. I've never been in that situation before, and I didn't realize how much it affected me until a while after it happened. It's been over six months, and I feel like certain things trigger just feeling of disgust in me for allowing myself to be there, or a feeling of anxiety and fear. I'm sick of this person flashing through my mind every day, or little things making me think about them, and it really gets to me. I feel like every time they cross my mind, I'm sending them a piece of myself, or they're taking a pit of my light, and it makes me sick. What can I do? Now, this is really difficult, right? Um, I responded, and quite a few people responded, but I do want to kind of just say right off the bat, um, them passing through your mind, I, I do consider that very normal. You know, you're still kind of processing everything. And I heard something recently that I really liked, and it basically said, um, you don't have, like... You don't have to talk about the person, but you are allowed to talk about what they did, you know? And um, when they pass through your mind, it's just – it's it's still just processing. Try not to put so much weight on that. Um, I know me personally, I really try to exercise letting thoughts occur, and that helps me uh, cut down on them and for them to eventually dissipate. But I'm going to read some of the responses. Rebecca said, look up cord cutting spells and do one of those to sever the psychic connection. Then do a calling your power back ritual. Matt Oren has a great one in his book, A Psychic Witch, but you can also just stand in your sacred space and say out loud that you're calling for your power back from anything and anyone who has taken it and visualize it returning to you and filling you up. On the practical side of things, I'd recommend dating yourself. Give yourself all the love and understanding and joy that wasn't given to you. Additionally, find some productive social or professional help in processing your continuing difficult feelings, whether that be a therapist, a coach, or a free support group. Lastly, emotional freedom technique, aka tapping, is good for moving stuck emotions and somatic healing. Yoga or some other gentle exercise and art are a good way of healing and taking your power back as well. To be honest, it sounds like you might have some PTSD. It's definitely important to address that uh, as magic alone isn't going to fix it. I responded as well. And I said, first off, just know it's not your fault. You didn't deserve this or attract it or ask for it. This is something shitty, new age, toxic positivity people will spout. So if you hear anything like that, run run from those people. We do not crave abuse. If possible, I would start with seeing a therapist who specializes in trauma or domestic abuse. Next, I would focus on reclaiming your body for yourself. 
You can do this by doing self-worship rituals, plan it like a date night, buy yourself your favorite flowers and meal, a fancy dessert, take a long bath, wear something you feel sexy or beautiful in, wear perfume you only use for ritual, lounge around and indulge in your favorite guilty pleasure media, perform a little sex magic solo. Feeling indulgent in your body with any ritual setting can help a lot of physical confidence and reclamation. This is just a start, of course, but I hope it helps start you on your journey of healing. And then I added, also random, but as someone who deals with OCD and struggles with repetitive and intrusive thoughts, something that works for me is when a thought pops into my head, instead of trying to force it out quickly, I allow myself to have the thought. I just let it play out, ask myself why it's in my head, and then let it release naturally. Sometimes when we force out thoughts, it can cause them to keep showing up. So when he pops into your head, let the thought sit. Ask yourself why he's popping in your head. Maybe you noticed an item of his, a show he liked, or you were making coffee and maybe you made him coffee once. And once you label it for what it is, it often helps the thoughts stop. Uh, My friend Sarah commented, you are not alone, giving grace to yourself for who you were with when you were surviving. For every thought about them or then, I try to think of three positive loving thoughts about myself. Just keep reassuring yourself, forgiving yourself, and I promise it gets easier. Lilith says, I feel blessed. You got a life learning lesson about yourself and how you handle things. You didn't break down. You didn't crawl into a hole. You didn't allow it to go on. You put your foot down and said no. And that's awesome. We all make mistakes and some of us get the luck of having a good lesson without real damage to yourself or your life. Congratulate yourself and decide what's next for you. You won't be in the same situation again, and maybe your higher power bless you with this learning lesson to save you from something worse. Celebrate yourself and your power and your force of will. Look it straight in the eye, just like you did in person. Every time it pops into your head, think, hell no, you don't get to rent space in my head. Visualize everything stopping and the person dissolving, disappearing, and getting punched in the head. Whatever you want to train your brain to start controlling uh, the thoughts. When you start looking at it more directly, you might understand why it's nagging you. Good luck. Don't underestimate the nature of trauma. And that's what it was. Trauma. It'll change your life. Um, Anonymous responded and said, thank you all for amazing answers. I'm lucky to be a part of this group with so many strong people to seek advice from. Um, But yeah, I think we all end up in these situations, right? Um, I know I personally have kind of... Uh, I kind of threw myself into a category of someone who would maybe never be in, um, a toxic or abusive situation because I just really don't live a very traditional life. I don't date traditionally. I don't plan to ever, um, be in a very traditional thing like, you know, and so I kind of always assumed I was just someone who like would side skirt stuff like that. Right. Um, however, it takes all forms right? Um, These types of situations can take form in parents and friends, and it's not always romantic. So I know we've all been in a situation where we allowed someone to treat us a certain way for much longer than we're proud of. And once you disconnect and once you sever from it, you look back and sometimes you think, oh gosh, I can't believe I just 
one, I can't believe I didn't see it. Sometimes it's easier when you're um, summarizing a long time period into a few sentences and you're like, oh gosh, like if someone had said these words to me, I would have seen how not great it was, but stretched over time, it's not always very obvious. And I know I've been in that situation where I've left um, a not okay friendship um, where I was like, wow, I really let this person kind of treat me this way for years. And you do feel not great about it, you know, and it can be hard to process, hard to deal with. Um, and don't be afraid of letting yourself process it. Like, I know um, when I've dealt with something similar, I'll be talking to friends and I'll just bring this person up and I'm just like, oh God, I can't believe I'm bringing them up again, you know, but I, I'm lucky where the people around me are very understanding and they do view it as like, you're just processing. You're just, um, and I'm one of those people I have to talk to process, which is why sometimes I have like moments of, oh, I never even knew I felt that way until I was saying it right in this moment. Um, and sometimes we do need to just, it's not dwelling, it's just processing, you know? So, um, it, but you are in a great situation that you were able to get away as quickly as you did from that. And that is a superpower and, uh, you know, just be proud of that. All right, witches. We are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Alina Randazzo. Alina, you esoteric, graceful tiger cub. Amy Sues, you brilliant, powerful spider queen. April Reinhardt, you scholarly, loyal sun goddess. And finally, Ashley Solomon, you kind Arcadian spinster. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. And before we leave, we do have a card poll. Our card today is the Nine of Pentacles from the Buffy Tarot. You are closing out the cash register and doing a little dance of capitalist superior <laughs> superiority. Now it's time to treat yourself to something you've been longing for. The Nine of Pentacles bodes well for travel, investments, and little luxuries to remind you of why you work so hard. Don't neglect planning for your future. This card is one of... Um, independence encouraging you to take care of yourself in the long and short term love all right witches that's all i've got for you today don't forget any books decks headlines sources anything we reference today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com and we will talk again tomorrow witches we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.